Welcome to another episode of the Forks and Stuff Podcast, where perfect Haitian men gather together like the Avengers, like the like the Straw Hat crew, and we cook, we clean, Bible study every single day, and we wait until marriage to have relations. And it's been, it's been a while since we recorded. Like I felt like I haven't seen Sasha in like 20 years, and this nigga still looked the same. Like, th- like this dude's Haitian genetics is on point. Let's give a shout out to Sasha, bro. Shout out to Sasha and his A1 Haitian genetics, bro. Like, I just, I just wanna, I wanna just pass the love on, just pass it on. I appreciate you, my nigga. Thank you, thank I, you. Appreciate I appreciate you too. Yeah, that, that's what's up. Even though you have more hair than me, and you know, I'll always actually. You know what? I can't even say I'm jealous of you having hair because I went to Fan Expo, as you know, for the past two days, and I was toasting. And that wig pisses me off. Like, cause with Tosin, you have to wear the shades mm-hmm. along with the hair. And the shades is already like kind of hard to, to see, but then the hair is literally getting in my face. So I'm literally trying to walk around the convention and I look crazy as hell because I'm like, I'm holding my glasses a certain way because, so I won't like bump it to anybody because I'm like, it's like my vision's like double. Uh, you have double vision. Ex- well, I wouldn't say double. Well, I guess yeah. I, I mean, I'm my my vision is being. Uh, I don't. I can't find a word for it right altered? now. Altered. Yeah, yeah. You can say altered. I. My vision's not what it's supposed to be for the most part. So, <laughs> I. So I'm seeing gray. I. Can, but hair's in the way, and sometimes some of the hair's getting in my eye as well. So I'm. I'm even more annoyed on top of that, but. Honestly, Fan Expo was a was an interesting experience because the first day there was not that many people there, so I was like, "Ugh, this is kind of a." First dub. day was Friday, right? First day was Friday, okay. yes, and then on Saturday there was a lot more people there. So there was so so for like the first day, few people. I mean, I went there, I went to the Fan Expo kind of late because I was coming back from work, mm-hmm. and then the second day, I mean, I still kind of late because there's just something up in me that is ingrained in my DNA that when I wake up on Saturday, I have to clean. I have to clean my room, clean the bathroom. I, I just can't help it. I just grew up that way. I grew up that I have to clean. So when I wake up, I just have, I'm a Latina house mom on Saturdays. So, <laughs> so I, I'm You're just a over- Caribbean house mom on Saturdays. Sure. Fine. Whatever. Bro, Saturdays, waking up, cleaning. Yup. I, I wish y'all could hear that slap. Yup. That's facts. Like, mm-hmm. dude, if you, your mom would wake you up eight o'clock in the morning and be like, it's time to clean. Like, I don't care what you're doing. You're just cleaning. There was a vacuum, the loud ass music, the loud ass music. And the, the, it was never music I liked. It was always, it was always that, that, I don't know. My, my mom liked to listen to French music. So it was just, it was very like classical. Did French she listen music. to some lady named Nana? Maybe I'll have to ask mom. I don't remember. It, it, I, I, I like to block that out of my memory because those uh those Saturday mornings. Well, the the Saturday mornings besides when I watch Saturday morning cartoons, I like to, I like to block Shit. out all that that cleaning and all of my mom yelling and <laughs> very now it's hilarious at the time it it was oh yeah, it was, it was very very traumatizing. <laughs> but but no, Fan Expo the second day was very very uh, it was a lot more active. A lot more active. I saw I actually saw David uh David Ramsey he played Diggle in Arrow, mm-hmm. and I asked him a question. But I guess they like since they're at Fan Expo, they can only answer like certain questions. I guess related to like uh, Fan Expo, they can't answer anything like outside of that jurisdiction. What were what were questions that would be more geared towards like Fan Expo? Like basically questions about his questions about the show he was in in Arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 
kind of anything outside of that, like, I, I don't know, maybe some legal obligations or maybe they're setting something up for like another show or whatnot. I'm not quite sure, but when I, cause I, my question was about how he perceived the roles of Dexter and Arrow differently because it's two different characters he played in mm-hmm. Dexter. He played a victim. He he was a victim of like a serial killer. He survived, which was hilarious. I he ended up with Dexter's sister in one of those seasons. I couldn't stand it. You ever watch? You ever watch Dexter? I recommend you watch it. It's it's literally about you know what Dexter's about, right? Like uh, a serial killer who's also like an um not investigator. What do you call it? Like a detective. A little bit, yeah. He he uh he's he's able to test blood. So. He's like a, he's, oh, he, so he does forensics. That, yeah, there we okay. go. Yeah, forensic. Okay, okay. He, yeah, he does forensic. So it, it's very interesting because he has these cravings for serial killing. But when he grew up, he grew up, his adopted father uh, raised him in a code, quote unquote. And the code was because it was a way to contain his urges. Mm-hmm. And so he taught him to only kill bad guys and to make sh- and the code would he would go through the code to make sure that that person deserved to die. So he would do. So when he kills somebody, you deserve it. So like he does his thorough research and he kills. Yeah. It's a very, very good show. It's very interesting. And and Diggle was one of the victims of the people. I think one of the people that Dexter was chasing at the time, but he ended up surviving and like, you know, ended up dating Dexter's sister who I cannot stand in that show. She is, I, Oh, I cannot, I can't, I like, the faces she makes, her existence, like everything about her in that show <laughs> made my ass itch. I I could not stand Deborah from Dexter. And I was just waiting season by season just for her to die. I was just, I was praying to the Lord. Well, no, I wouldn't say praying. Praying is very strong for somebody, like to, to wish for someone to you, die. You, you were hoping. But I, I was I was really hoping for her to go. Like I couldn't stand her. So, yeah, but, you know, I, I, he couldn't answer that question. So, I was like bummer because I think that that was a good question. I I was really interested to see uh, his perspective on, you know, being a victim and, you know, surviving a serial killer assault as in comparison to being a sidekick to a superhero, which I think is two totally different uh, mindsets and perspectives. Yeah. So like, how do you prep for that? So, yeah, that would have been a good answer. Exactly. He couldn't answer. So I was like, uh, but he gave me another answer, a long run, another long running answer that I was like, that really doesn't have anything to do with my question. But okay, like that's that's fine. Like, you know, he seemed like a good guy. He's 51, actually. He did. Yeah. When you when you see him on stage, like he's he's looking. No, he doesn't like especially when you see him in like in person, he does not look 51. And he's like pretty jacked too. like he's he's in shape. So I'm like, wow, like. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Another, another, uh, another reason why black don't crack. So you know we 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 stay young forever, for the most part. So yeah, that's I went on way too much about my life. So here, this episode we are here to review <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, um, Mutant Mayhem, I believe it's yep. called, and this is directed by Seth Rogen, who you know who Seth Rogen is. Was Seth it directed Rogen. or produced? I think it's directed and produced. Okay. I believe directed. It was it was a uh, well screenplay is by Seth Rogen. Yeah, and it was also produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And Evan okay. Goldberg, he's done. He's actually he's produced Superbad, Pineapple Express, This Is the End, which I was like that. This Is the End is actually a very very good movie. Uh, I think that This Is the End had uh did it have Jonah Hill? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it had Jonah Hill and uh. No, 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 I'm thinking of the other one, the one that had, uh, oh my gosh, the dude that played, the dude that played 
Lex Luthor in the Batman vs Superman movie. What was the movie about? It wasn't no, it was an apocalypse. It was a zombie apocalypse type movie that he was in. I'm confusing him for uh, I, I forget the Jesse Einberg. Jesse, say that again. Einberg. Something, yeah. Oh, that 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 does sound. It's it is ringing a bell. But he was in a zombie apocalypse type of movie. Whatever. I'm 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 going I'm going off the rails. Eisenberg. That's what it is. Yeah, Eisenberg. There we go. So, Zombieland. Yeah, there we go. That's the movie Zombieland. So I I confuse. This is the end of Zombieland, pretty much. Okay. So, so yeah, it's produced by Seth Rogen and Goldberg. Who's and this is interesting because. The only other animated film that I could remember Seth Rogen being a part of, I'm not sure if he directed or produced it, was The Sausage Party. Do you remember that movie? Yep. Wow. He see, he see the pause there. He You can tell that he was traumatized by that movie because I remember watching that movie by the time it was, the movie was almost over. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like this, because that movie took a huge left turn it, it definitely took a huge left turn it was it was funny because a lot of these parents were taking their kids to this movie and i'm like bro do you not read the rating like it's literally like buying grand theft auto 5 for your child and they warn you about they warn you about what's in the game and then after you buy it and you're surprised at what happened with the, like what's in the game you go back and be like why didn't you tell me it was in the game and it's like bro it's not only on the rating we told you before yeah. you went to buy it so Sausage Party was that same that uh, was that same issue but I'd say this is the first non-R-rated film uh, well non-R-rated animated film that Seth Rogen is a part of okay. if I'm wrong I mean if, I, if I'm wrong then I'm wrong and this is a different take on the Ninja Turtles because it was it's very interesting because me and you we were having a conversation about the Ninja Turtles and you said even though they're teenage mutant ninja turtles like in they the never name, felt like it. They never felt like it. And I rebu- I rebuttaled you on that, but when you explained it further and your explanation was even though they're teenagers you never really felt that they were going through things that teenagers teenager would go to. Yeah, so, teenagers. Yeah, no, you, you can you can go explain. I think anything, any version of the Ninja Turtles that I remember seeing. So whether it's like the '90s movies, whether it's the this the original series, the uh, series on um Kids WB or yeah, Kids WB. Well, all Kids of WB, that. I think they want fuck. Whatever. I, I, I one of them. Either way, like. They were never really put in like situations to kind of act and respond as teenagers. Granted, like everything they're dealing with has nothing to do with being a teenager. Exactly. So dealing with Shredder, the Foot Clan, um, is it Foot Clan? Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with the Foot. Cl- I I was getting confused with Jackie Chan real quick. Um, <laughs> and then dealing with um, Krang, dealing with like having to go to outer space to like save the universe and like do the multidimensional war or whatever. Like all of that stuff never really felt like teenagerish and their approach and their reaction to it never felt like they were teenagers either. And I think the fact and I mentioned this too, the fact that they were also voiced by adults instead of teenagers kind of gave that feel too. Fair. That's but fair. In the movie, the fact that they were legit voiced by teenagers helped give that feel of like all right these are actual teenagers that we're dealing with these are kids that are like they're kids they're looking at things that humans are doing they want to experience that they want to go to high school 
Precisely, but precisely. We we never get any mention of school or any of that during the other the other movies, other series, whatever. And then also April and Casey. Whenever we see them, they're never kids either. Yeah, that's or true. They're, they're never that's young, true. at least. No, they're young. They're like young adult. Exactly. They're they're young adults. They're not close to like teenager age. Yeah. They're not under eighteen. We'll say that much. They're not under eighteen. So it's it's hard to really depict the Ninja Turtles as teenagers from all the other series and all the other movies yeah so for me it just never felt like that so i think this is probably why i enjoyed it so much Mm. it actually fit the name of a teenage mutant ninja turtle that's fair that's a i really wish we had sound bites because as one of the sound bites i would have had r kelly saying when you're saying teenage how old we talking (laughs) i should have saw that coming (laughs) but no you are 100 percent right though because when, because when I really thought about it, every iteration, whether it was the 1987 Ninja Turtles from back in the day, the live, a- oh, the live action Teenage Mutant, uh, live action Ninja Turtles, whether it was the, the movies 90s. or the show, they were always, you, they never felt like teenagers. Now, mind you, the only, the only thing that gave you a clue into what, that they were teenagers was some of their mannerisms. They liked pizza and they joked around. That was really it. And even among the Ninja Turtles between Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, they all like some of them are more like they all joke around in a sense, but some are more serious than others. Mikey's always going to be the clown no matter what. Precise. No, exactly. Precisely. So that's that's really the only inclination that you got with teenagers. Because when you think about it, because when you think about it, like. When you're going through the situations that they were going through, especially the things that you're watching, you kind of have to grow up quick. Like, you cannot really be, you cannot really have teenage problems like wanting to date girls or want to go to the prom or puberty and, oh, what's the outside world like in that that curiosity factor, which I felt was never really addressed. And again, I'm not somebody that's like, like, I've watched the Ninja Turtles. I watched their animated show back in the days. But I wouldn't say that I'm like a mega fan. I know of them and I know of certain characters and certain storylines, but mm-hmm. I don't know. By the way, The Last Ronin is a fantastic Ninja Turtle storyline before, you know, I segue. I recommend anybody read that because that that is a great story anyway. But <laughs> I just wanted to say because I just remembered I read that. That was fantastic. But I lost my train of thought. Shit. I hate when that happens. This is what happens when you get old. Like you just you just start rambling on and then you get distracted and then you completely forget. Like this I guess I, it's time for me to You're take talking my, about time for me to take you, my medicine. Probably. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. Why is this? <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that one. I've been choosing okay. violence the past couple of days, yeah, weeks. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's um a- you were talking about how you you aren't like the biggest fan but you know the fandom oh yeah, yeah i know yeah, yeah i know i know i know of certain storylines so for them to for, so in this movie which was i mean this movie was pretty much about them being curious about the outside world and them being them being uh well basically master Splinter, which is voiced by jackie chan he due to his experiences he wasn't trying to have his but i mean you could say children his children to experience the same things that he did. So he was kind of passing his trauma on to them, but he was trying to protect them. But the more he kept them away from the outside world, the more curious they were about the, the more curious they were, Mm -hmm. which 
as teenagers, you're going to be curious. You're going to be curious about the things around you. I mean, and I'm not even talking about just sexually or puberty wise. Like you're naturally curious because you are, you're starting to form into your own individual, your own person. And you yep. saw that in this movie that these teenagers, that they were trying to be their own person. And you know, there were a couple of jokes. That, I mean, this, this movie, I want to start off by saying this movie was funny as hell. Like it this, was. this movie was absolutely hilarious. And it, I guess it also helped that it had a star-studded cast. Like you had John Cena, you had Ice Cube, you had Seth Rogen, uh, you had Maya. I mean, what, what, what's her name again? Maya Rudolph, Paul yeah. Rudd, Post Malone was in this movie. That okay? That's uh, who's, post, who's Posty? I don't know who Post Malone is. I'd have to. I have to go. Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal Burst was in this movie. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. No wonder this movie was so funny, but. Yeah, but, just it's just you had a good cast and you had people that kind of like understood the roles that they were meant to play in the movie. Precisely, well. precisely. And these these uh, these these turtles again, they actually like you've mentioned, they actually felt like teenagers. It was to me a different take on the on the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and the Ninja Turtles that I grew up with. Uh, I'm not saying that there aren't any interpretations in which the Ninja Turtles. Uh, want to experience the outside world or they don't or they want to know what it's like to be teenagers because again i haven't read every teenage mutant ninja turtles comic i haven't watched every episode again i'm not saying that's not the case but from what i remember as as uh from the ninja turtles like you stated they've i've never seen them in a perspective in which they were trying to fit in with the outside world as actual teenagers actually wanting to go to school uh, like Leonardo in the movie, he you know he was getting some feelings for April, and which uh, there were a few different like changes that they made. That's one of them that I was just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, on yeah, okay, so yeah, I we, we can they, get into that after. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so story the the plot line. Okay, I I I totally didn't give a total synopsis of the story. So the turtles are curious about the outside world. Matt Splinter is trying to prevent them from going from the outside world wet. But at the same time, the, this villain named Superfly, he's trying to build a machine to turn all animals, uh, into quote unquote mutants. Mm-hmm. Whereas where the human race will perish. And then it's the turtles kind of get in there to stop them. But there's a lot of nuances to that story as well, because there's, there's the battle of, there's a battle of, oh, the Ninja Turtles finally saw people that were like them because they only known of each other and Master Splinter yep. their whole lives. And then when they meet Superfly and his gang, it's like it was it was funny because it was like you're our cousins because technically they were because the same antidote, uh, the same ooze, yep. which, you know, which was that guy that that black. I call him the black incel. That he was literally an incel. Like, I'm sorry. I want to f- leave, leave Stockman alone, bro. Huh? Leave Baxter, Baxter Stockman alone. No, Baxter Stockman was a fucking incel, bro. He was an incel, and he looked like it, too. He looked crazy as hell. Like, t- tell me that that dude does not look like the typical closet incel that complains about women on podcasts, bro. Like them older 50-year-old men. Yeah, you can't say I'm wrong. Keep going. You can't say I'm wrong, but anyway. Shut but up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. But no, he, they, uh, they, again, they, they formed some type of relationship, especially when they started to meet, especially Superfly. Like, yeah, because Superfly was a menacing, great job by Ice Cube, by the way, uh, voice acting Superfly. He was a menacing, intimidating force, but at the same time, I mean, he was a villain, but 
I there was a part of me that kind of felt bad for him in a sense because if you think about it, Master Splinter and Superfly were kind of the same in terms of their oh, yeah. in terms of their viewpoints on human beings because they both had very very negative experiences with human beings, although both at different times, but both very very similar. Mm-hmm. And this movie really showed the different viewpoints. And I think that the Turtles really helped Master Splinter's viewpoint because Master cuz Think I wouldn't about say it. they had different viewpoints. I would say different experiences and different ideologies. Yeah. Well, I meant different viewpoints and how to uh, how to react to the how situation. to react to the situation yeah. because Master Splinter was coming from the viewpoint of okay, my sons clearly like these humans, and they're the humans are not going away anytime soon. And he and he also said if I but if I go out and kill all the humans. I would be no better than they would be. Mm-hmm. I would be basically the same thing as them. So how so let me try to find a way to to even though I have my biases, even though I have my I have my biases against the humans, let me try to find a way to find a common ground yes. so that they can like my sons and then pretty much if people like my sons then that means my sons will also be happy and be able to live the life that they want to live. Yep. Which again, I don't think that he would get that perspective, another that that perspective, if it, if it wasn't for the turtles, because if it wasn't for the turtles and him nurturing them and raising them and having that father figure, you could easily argue he would be just as bad as Superfly. Oh yeah, because you because I mean humans, if anything, you could say are more more actually messed up to Splinter than they were Superfly, because because he was a rat. Yeah, exactly. He was a rat. They even killed his cockroach friend, which <laughs> which but, had me dying. Bro. But see, that was just a person walking in the street. That's true. That's true. But then but, if it wasn't for the turtles, Splinter wouldn't be Splinter either. No, he wouldn't. That's so true. He, he would just stay a regular rat. So there's that. <laughs> That's true. So I, I think Superfly knowing that he had to protect his his brothers and sisters pretty much. Mm. That's why he went about it. And the person that went after them was trying to kill them. So instead of just, you know, continuing to run and hide, he just said, you know what? Gonna take matters into my own hands. Yes. While Splinter was like, I need to take care of them, but I'm going to protect them in a way that only I can. I'm going to hide them out here. I'm going to teach them the skills to survive. Mm. And then, you know, from there, we'll figure it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just different ma- different modes of protection. Yeah. And I mean, that was, that was Master Splinter's character like mm-hmm. master splinter looked hideous in this movie i'm sorry like, he, he looked like the, the master splinter that i remember and like back in the day he was like old old wise looking rat he was but he, he didn't look like it wasn't he didn't look like oh my god it's a rat like you know when you when like when you look at a rat you're like oh it's a rat i want to step on it but like in this like in the animated s- series he didn't look like that but yeah. in this in this movie i looked like at master splinter old man that like does not take care of himself yeah exactly i looked at it i was like oh like that's a rat like get that off my screen like get <laughs> let me step on that nigga like but i mean if y'all can't tell i don't like mice i don't like rats i attack them personally but i just let him go i do not well i mean if they're on the street i mean i'm not saying i go no. out of my way to attack them but like if they trespass in the house like i'm going to do what i got to do to get rid of it that's my dad talking I'm sorry. It's it it goes back to a story. I'll tell you that story after the podcast, but I don't want to know. You're gonna know. You're gonna know. My what my dad did to a mouse when I was a kid. It was I think it kind of shaped the person I am today. Continue. But that's besides, <laughs> that's besides the point. But 
No, I was I was gonna go into oh my point on this movie. Even though this movie was rated PG, I didn't feel like it was a kids movie. Were you, am I wrong in feeling that way? Because I think that there were certain times. Well, again, when I mean not a kids movie, I don't mean in terms of oh my god, this was clearly made for adults. Because I think this movie, uh, it, it's clearly a kids movie. But I think this movie was there were things in there that were like kind of adult-ish, I guess. It was kind of dancing in that gray area a little bit to me. Give me an example. Because honestly... There was me, the cheeks joke. Like, you, you're, 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 you're fuddled up in like in, a, in in his cheeks or something like that. Oh, I, yeah, you're so far up his ass. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I was know, like, what, there, there were a couple moments like... Again, I didn't mind it. I thought... They, they want to milk you, but we don't even have nipples. Yo, <laughs> yo that had me dying, bro. That had me dying. And then they and, act... And they no, the, started the, getting milked. No, no, the, no. Oh my God. When Master Spoon asked, are you getting milk? And then it, they were like, no. And then it literally said like mega milk 2000. That, oh yeah. Mega milk. Yeah. Sure. That, yo, this movie was hilarious. Like it was, it was genuinely funny. Like it was, uh, and, and also the, uh, very cultured as well. Like yeah. they, they mentioned two animes in that in that uh and especially the ending was definitely a, a homage to attack on titan or like just like attack on titan they had yep. in the back of the night i i almost cried i almost cried i was cry. i was like oh my god that's that's beautiful that, that the jojo reference in the on the hoodie they had a jojo reference yeah uh i think it was donnie's hoodie when they went into high school it was a jojo bizarre adventure really yeah well i well, i'm gonna be getting on a blu-ray anyway and watching it so i mean no, uh, I didn't. I didn't even peep that. Honestly, yeah. wow, yeah. So, and they, I mean, they made a couple of other rap references as well, mm-hmm. so and hip hop references, which I thought was was pretty cool. I don't know why they had uh, "Old Dirty Bastard" song as a soundtrack, and it literally, literally saying, "Ooh, Yo, baby, I like up. it raw." I was literally like, "Wait a minute, this is wait, hold on." Like, I'm looking around, and I'm like, "Are there any kids here? Like, what they they gonna be singing that song to their daddy and their mommy and this?" It, I was like, I don't know if I would have put that soundtrack in this movie. I'm not mad at it. You're not. Yo, mad. when they started playing Annie up, Annie up, yeah, yeah, that was that was dope. That was lit. <laughs> that was lit. That was definitely lit. Seth Rogen gets uh, a stamp of approval by me. Oh no, definitely. yo, this movie, no, and it's crazy. I was looking forward to this movie ever since the trailer, and as more trailers come out, I wanted to see this movie more and more. And this movie, to say to, I think it's crazy. It actually exceeded my expectations. Same, honestly. Honestly, when I first started seeing the trailer, I was just like, uh, again, I'm tired of this. And I think we've had this conversation of like superhero fatigue, but then it goes beyond Marvel and DC. It goes for Transformers. It goes for um, the Ninja Turtles. It goes for like G.I. Joe and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't think it's here superhero fatigue because yeah, it, it, it's not here, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And here's why I, I say it's not superhero fatigue because at the end of the day, people want to see good movies. Exactly. For example, the action movies. movies good stories. Are, is there is anybody talking about action hero fatigue? Because people love John Wick. People love Mission Impossible. Like no one's talking about action like movie fatigue. Like as long as it's like as long as it's good. No, like it could be superhero. It could be anime. Like as long like that's all people care about at the end of the day. And, and I, I think that's the thing is like we just had a lack of like. Good stories, good writers, good actors. I, I won't say good actors because they're they're given the role. No, I can't so say good actors like, because I think because they they are good actors, but it's just the role they're given is just trash. I mean, when when I I, I, I agree, 
I agree because actors can only do so much because I've seen movies and I'll use uh, what the hell is his name? Oh my god, I can't. I don't remember. He played Goku in Dragon Ball Evolution, but I, I, okay, it's it's it, it's gonna make sense. I I know where you're gonna yeah, say. Yeah, he also he was also in War of the Worlds. He was bad in War of the Worlds and in Dragon Ball Evolution. Mm-hmm. But when I watched him in Shameless, I'm like, oh wait, this dude can actually act. So then it made me think. I'm like, wait a minute. So I mean, that's when I realized like there's clearly more to just acting because an actor, even though he can be great, like for example Samuel L. Jackson, he's a great actor. He couldn't save Secret Invasion, but that's besides the point. We'll discuss that the next episode. Oh, struggling to watch that series. Absolutely struggling to fucking watch that. But I'm not going but, back to but no. Uh but where the hell was I going with this again? Samuel Jackson being a good actor. Yeah, Samuel Jackson being a good actor. Uh but I think maybe I think maybe animated tells better stories. Uh well, you can depict fantasy well certain fan uh fantasy like events through animation than you can with live action because for instance the spider-man movie like into the into the multiverse i don't think you could have done the things you did with that movie if it was live action whereas mm-hmm. what like where whereas like with this movie with the ninja turtles movie could you do the things that you did in live at like into live action like without using a lot of cgi no, no. So and the perfect example is that of that is like the two previous live action ones that Michael Bay did. It was Michael Bay, Steven Spielberg. It was Michael Bay. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, Michael like, Bay. Oh, one, the way they looked was terrible, but it, it's just like they were overpowered as fuck in those movies. They, like, because I, I remember, like them niggas was them niggas was literally like bodybuilders, all right, like teenage mutant bodybuilders and. The way they were fucking people up in that movie, they was fucking kicking niggas in the face, stepping on their necks. And they were at least six feet. Come him. Uh, they were like, nah, six feet, you're being Minimum. Nice. Them niggas was like 6'3", three, 350, bro. Just just pushing weight. This shit was crazy. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, so you expect me to believe that me, somebody like me, and I'm not even saying that like, I'm not even saying I'm Jack, but I'm, I think I like to think I'm in shape, right? You expect somebody like somebody like me that got kicked in the chest by one of these niggas and he get right back up? Come on, bro! Like, bro, ain't, ain't your, no your fucking sternum's way. broken. Your ribs are going into and, all of your organs. And no to top it off, they know martial arts, so they know how to fuck you up. They know where it hurts. But see, I think that's the thing with anyone that knows martial arts or how to fight. They know when to push, pull back. But okay, that's they, true. You're right. But in those movies, it did not look like they were. <laughs> it did not look like they were pulling back their punches. Fair enough. <laughs> they did not like they were pulling back their punches, bro. But like that's the thing is like you can do so much with live action, but you can do so much more when it comes to like animated stuff. Absolutely. And, and I'll admit, like even I think it was the 2007 Ninja Turtle movie that just looked terrible. 2007. 2007. The anime? Wait, live action? Live action uh, Ninja Turtles? Yeah, let me see. Are we talking about the Michael Bay ones? No, 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 no. It was before. There was that. one before that? Yep. Ah. Betty Tet man. Like, that's crazy. What? I don't remember that. This one. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't remember that shit. That is fucking nuts. I really... Okay, I gotta, I gotta look back at that one. 2000... I was... I was, uh... I was a teenager. But, like, that's the thing. Oh, it's on Mac, so you can watch it. 
Tom um, Max, of course, it's on. Chris Evans was Chris Evans was in it apparently. Chris Evans was in it. Yeah, didn't know that. As but Master like, Splinter, probably. that'd be funny. Chris Evans is voicing Master Splinter, probably. But like that's the thing. It's just like there's so many things you can do animated that look good, and then things in animation that don't look good. That's fine. Well, I mean, animation you have a lot more freedom, a lot more. Because things that tip like, because you never look at something that's animated. Like for example, like uh, Dragon Ball. For example, there's a reason why Dragon Ball works better in animation than it does in live action. Because yes. the things, because the things in Dragon Ball, sometimes like, think about it: a talking pig, a talking, a talking cat. You have whatever the hell Chiaotzu was. Exactly, exa- exactly. Like you have these fix. Like Krillin has no nose. <laughs> you, 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 has three eyes. Exactly. There's things that and just it doesn't look weird. It, it, exactly. And, and, and but it can work because it's animation. Now in live action, that shit's gonna look weird. Like I could, I could only imagine Cell in live action. That would be weird. That that would you'd have to use a lot of CGI for that. Like a realistic. Uh, a realistic cell. Anyway, we're definitely like tangenting off of like into something else. But lo and behold, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles works better in animation than it does live action. And I think and and I, as long as there's a good story behind it. I mean, obviously. I mean that, that that's that's without saying. But I I think that I mean the best. I could argue the best projects the past couple of years have been animation. Like the the Spider Man movie, the Ninja Turtles movie, like those have been fantastic. Those have been really really good. Mm-hmm. And this this honestly, for me, is up there for like animated movie of the summer. It's the it's not going to beat Spider Man though. It's, Only reason I'm not including Spider Man is I don't think it really was summer. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. That's okay, the only okay, reason okay. I'm not including it because if I remember, it came out in May. Yeah, that's still the spring. Exactly. That's still the spring. You're right. You're right. So that's the only reason I'm not including him, but Spider-Man is, yeah, to well, me, hands down, best movie of But if year. we're talking about the year it's Spider-Man, yeah, like you said, it's, it's Spider-Man. I can't remember the last time I've watched a movie more than once in the span of a week and cried both times. Dude, I want, I want, no, I, I, <laughs> like, it, like, when I want to buy this movie, you know it's fucking, like, I have not. Want, I want to buy this yeah, movie. Yeah, I have not wanted to buy. I don't a, buy shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> facts. No facts. Yo, who you know? But when I buy something though, I like when I support something, I buy it. I buy. I mean, if you just see, I don't think you've ever seen my One Piece collection. My One Piece collection is actually like my books. I think I've seen it because of TikTok, but and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, my Dragon Ball. My, I have every volume of Dragon Ball and every volume of Dragon Ball Z. Like my and I have every. I have the whole season of Dragon Ball Z on Blu-ray. So like my like when I like something, I will fuck. I will support the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. So like especially the Spider-Man movie, like that's coming. Up, I cannot wait for them to say coming out whatever. I'm gonna be up oh, in that. I think bitch. it already has release date. I no, I think it's released on on in uh, virtually. I think it's supposed to be in like two weeks. Two weeks? Oh, then I'm about to be up in that bitch. About to be up in that bitch like tampons. Uh, I knew you were gonna say that. Mm, man. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna buy that 4K Blu-ray whatever. Cause you know I PS <coughs> I PS5 play 4K. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <coughs> okay, but other things I really liked. Uh, you know, the one thing that I really like loved about this movie is uh, the not only the fact that they pointed out certain things, like for example, like the anime references and such. Like 
there was one like I don't think anyone peeped that except for me and Wentz when we were at the well, like when I saw it with Wentz, Ja and Danny. Mm-hmm. Like they put the personality of Jackie Chan into Master Splinter. So especially with that fight scene when they got captured and he got Bro. like milked or like they were getting milked, quote unquote. Yeah. But like the way Master Splinter fought, that is exactly like if you watch any Jackie Chan like a uh, martial arts movie any or anything with, with Jackie Chan in it. Jackie Chan has that oops oh my goodness I'm like I'm messing up but at the same time I'm whooping your ass type yep. of style like it it was beautiful it was awesome like it was a massive spell, like oh my god like oh my, what am I doing he's doing the chairs he's going all over the place and then these dudes are just confused and they're getting their asses whipped and I and I think Master Splinter looked like that in that movie for a reason because a lot of times in Jackie Chan's films Jackie Chan himself does not look very imposing. He doesn't look very threatening. Not at all. And I think that they did the same thing in this movie. Like Master Splinter didn't really look all that threatening. He just he kind of looked disgusting. But then it's like well, when you he wouldn't take him serious. No, exactly. Exactly. But again, that's but now that I'm thinking of it, that's Jackie Chan's characters in all these movies. Like whether you think of Rush Hour, whether you think of uh, I think I don't remember the movies he was in back in the day. Like I don't remember all of them because I watched a good amount of Jackie Chan, or even in a Jackie Chan Adventures in the animated films, like mm. not animated films, but the show. Yeah, Jackie Chan does, is not really a menacing presence. He's not a, intimidating. No, he's just a, a normal guy. And like just an archaeologist, exactly. He's a he's a he's a normal sweater, pants. Like he, he dresses like your typical Bostonian, and then like it's just like. Then that make but people are gonna think that they can whoop his ass because of that. Mm-hmm. But then they're like. <laughs> this dude's just a, like he's a Bostonian, and then he's whooping your ass. Like he's just, and then like he, he's it's 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 annoying because it looks like he's like messing up or whatever. But, but he's, he's like not. he's coordinated this fucking. He's whooping your ass, and it's it's beautiful. And I loved that in this movie, bro. I love I love the um I love that this movie created like a world within itself because with the Ninja Turtles. The only thing I really knew, I mean, I knew some of the other mutants from like way back when yep. a little bit, but I didn't know much about them. I, I mean, I, of course I know Casey and April. I think we'll discuss April after this, but I... Bebop, Rocksteady. I, I knew Mondo Lizard. I knew uh, Leatherhead. I knew Wingnut and the and the others I had no Yeah, the only about. one I really knew about was Shredder because every time I watched the Ninja Turtles it was always a Shredder storyline yeah. of some kind. Like cuz I mean Shredder's clearly the main like he's like he's one of the main villains. Yeah. And because of his connection to Master Splinter. Precisely. Precisely. So those that that was really the only guy that I really knew. So I really loved the fact that this was like a world within itself and then them uh, them having that conflict with Superfly cuz I I like the fact that Superfly even though he was a villain he wasn't like he wasn't antagonistic at first because you felt that mutant connection with Superfly and again when he met like his quote unquote family the people that he was raised with because again uh, the turtles they were just trying to meet people uh, like them like themselves well not even I would say trying, trying to meet people. people they were just trying to be normal they yeah. were just trying to to be normal and they their, find- their whole plan was to take down Superfly so they can be seen as heroes exactly and be and then, accepted by humans and then when they met Superfly they actually got that semblance of normalcy because there were mutants that were just like they were mutants just like them mm-hmm. and they were able and there was no oh my god you look like this or, or whatever it was the most normal interaction you could say they've had in their whole lives besides Master Splinter yeah. So I really like that. I really like that piece in uh, 
the struggle, like kind of the, well, there was a little bit of a, a struggle in the beginning, but then they were like, well, he's going to kill everybody. So, you know, like we might as well, like we have to stop this dude. Yeah. But I mean, I never looked at Superfly as like this, as like this, oh my God, like he's like this menacing. I mean, he's a menacing villain, but I think he was a villain that was a villain under circumstances because oh, yeah. he gave it a try. Like he gave it a try. He gave humanity a chance. And then humanity, of course, was just like, ew, this dude's just disgusting. Ew. Like they look different, you know, you know? And then from that point, but forward, it wasn't just him. It was legit him and everyone that he was with. Yeah, like, of course. No, yo, when if I, you, if you see that, are you going to act normal and treat? No, him? of course. No, of course. Like, that, that's why I say he's a villain of, of circumstances because, you know, if you think of it, if you're in that situation, you're probably gonna wreak havoc on everyone else that shunned you. So I can't, I cannot even say that. Oh. I think again, the only reason I think he went that route is because Homeboy was legit chasing them to try to kill them. True. If it wasn't for that one guy, I think he would have went the Master Splinter route and just gone into hiding. Possibly, you know what? That that's possible. But well, hey, I guess we we'll had a never, villain. I guess we'll never know. One so. Th- so a few of the changes that I kind of was iffy on, like, okay. I'm fine with them introducing the other mutants. I had no problem with that either. But Bebop, Rocksteady, and Baxter Stockman, who ends up being the fly as well, mm-hmm. they're originally villains. Yeah, I know. I so know. for me, I'm just like, mm, I don't really want them as heroes or like associated with the heroes. This I, way. But I appreciated that. I appreciated it in a sense because... I think that especially since they're young, since they're young, they're going to need allies, especially for the villain you're going to have in the next movie. Because I really like that sense of community for them, like that, 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 that sense of world building yeah. that, I can, that I can appreciate. And I don't know. I think it's going to make the next movie that much more interesting. But I, I do understand what you mean, because when, when a villain, when, when a character that's supposed to be a villain is ended up, ends up being a hero... I'm a little iffy on that sometimes too, but I think the way the movie did it, especially since they were raised under Superfly and they were really under his influence, that kind of gives them the freedom to kind of go another route because they're, it wasn't really their vision to begin with. It was Superfly, so now they can kind of move out on their own mm-hmm. and be kind of like their own characters. So, I mean, it's not the first time that villains are kind of become more of a hero. Now my prep, now me for me personally, if you're going to make a villain more of a hero, I would prefer for them to be an anti-hero because at the very least they can still go into that villain, uh, personality or role if they have to for this situation. Agreed. Whereas if you make them a complete hero, then what, like then they cannot really go the route of the villain. Well, I guess, Again, depending on the hero or anti-villain. Or, or the circumstance. I, I think, like, the only route that would have worked is, like, mind control or if they come to, like, a falling out and completely disagree on things. And mm. it's just, like, we want to live this way, but we can't live this way, but we're going to because we know what we want to do. Right. Like, this other way that you guys live, it, it works for you guys, but not mm. for us. So, like, those are the only two ways I can ever see, like, a villain going, sorry, a hero turning villain, a villain turned hero go back to being a villain. Okay. Fair. That's that, fair. That, those are the only two ways I can really like see it happening logically. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm not a writer. I'm just a consumer. So that's. Yeah. That's but it. I mean, you can, you can still state how you feel. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, I definitely will. Your feelings, but like, your feelings matter here at the Dorks and Stuff podcast. Thank you. We, we, no problem, sir. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to talk about April? April? Yeah. So, I don't know. I honestly don't know how to feel about April um, because they changed. Because April is originally a white woman uh, in the original Ninja Turtles uh, films and animated series. And... First, the only the problem I have is I don't know. I've never met a black girl named April ever. Like I, I, I couldn't. I can't think of it. Like if if there is black girls named April, hey, let me know. But I've I've never in my life met a black girl named April. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I I don't know. Like I I've, I'm always iffy on changing characters, races, and ethnicities. Now there are certain instances where I don't care as much like for instance if it doesn't matter as much like, that's why for like for example the little mermaid mm-hmm. i didn't care that uh that the little mermaid in the live action was black because again at the end of the day you're a mermaid like race and she was already swapped to begin with exactly i'm like race doesn't really apply when it comes to mermaids i don't care like <gasps> like honestly the little mermaid could have been purple for all i care i would not have cared like at all like in in the least bit, I would not have cared. So it's just a matter of how much did he change the story? Exactly. Like if you turn, like if Green Marsh, like like I like for example, if Green Martian, whether he's voiced by a white man, a black man, who really fucking cares because he's a Martian, he's not black or white or whatever, he's a fucking Martian. You see what? Like who's Green Martian? Uh, or Martian Manhunter? Okay, Mar- yeah. that's that's what I mean, Martian Manhunter. What? <laughs> yeah, that, that my fault. Yeah, Mar- <laughs> like like stuff like that. Like it's I don't care like i really i really do not care like yeah. in, in that instance but clearly in this one april is clearly a white girl so i'm like i didn't know how to feel about making her black personally now personally i'm all for if you're going to i'm not again i don't want this to sound like oh don't bring black characters into these shows and don't bring diversity because i'm all for diversity i would have much rather have i would have much rather have her been her own character, mm-hmm. like with another name, She's and a then new character, and, huh? She's a new character, exactly an original. I, that's what I prefer, an original new character, which you could. Do, I mean, this version of April pretty much was. She was a she was a new because any April that I've known in the Ninja Turtles, she was not like that at all. Like uh, April is a more of a fighter. April's a fighter from, from the Ninja Turtles that I remember. Not always. I think she started out like this April, so. From what I remember, April was always interested in the news, kind of being a reporter, okay. XYZ. But she only learned to fight to be able to protect herself whenever the turtles weren't around okay. or to help them. Okay. So that's, again, from what I remember from some of the series that I've watched. Okay. There okay. might be iterations where, you know, she was a fighter to begin with. Casey has always been a fighter. Yes, Casey's been a fighter. Casey Correct. has always been a fighter. From what I remember. But April, she became a fighter. Her and Casey actually are supposed to end up together, actually. Yes. In a relationship. I and only Donnie's go- the one that always had a crush on her. Yes. Oh, I, I man, it's going to be it's gonna be so interesting. Uh, I'm hoping. When, when, when I'm Casey hoping gets introduced, then I have to hear Dr. Umar Johnson talk about how the black woman is chasing after his her snow puppy. <laughs> Look, I can listen to Dr. Dr. Uh, I can listen to Dr. Umar Johnson all day. I, like, whenever I'm feeling down, I just put on a clip of Dr. Umar Johnson and just start laughing my ass off, bro. Yo, Dr. Umar is the original NPC. He, he really is. He, he, he is an NPC. I, I refuse to believe that this man is real. 
but no, uh, April's no <laughs> April's change. I mean, I wouldn't say it bothered me, but I would have preferred I would have preferred for her to be her own original character. I mm-hmm. don't I don't really like using other characters and then just turning them black because to me that's lazy and I would like. I would like people to be more creative. Like if you want to make her, if you want to make this another character or you could have done April, like what she was supposed to be. And then maybe else somebody or like somebody else that works beside her. That's mm-hmm. just as imperative. I think you could have done something like that. But again, that's just me nitpicking. That's just me nitpicking in terms of April herself. I had no problems with the character herself. No, I really she, didn't. she was a good asset for the turtles. Yeah. And the fact that she, we can assume she's around their age because she yes. is in high school and that's where they want to be is high school. I think it works out well. So ultimately, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't really care about the race spin. Like it didn't bother me. At no, all. It didn't, no, it didn't bother me either. I'm just stating that my it, preference. It's not something you prefer. Yeah. No, it, it, I would have preferred. I would have preferred her to be her own original character instead of her just being April. Like I, that, like the fact that we ha- like, I'm like, do we really have to take other characters from other ethnicities and then switch them for us to like to be included? Like, I, I, I think we as we as black people in general, I think we should be striving for better than that. Honestly. Correct. Yeah. But but again, that's just my opinion. If people want her like like the black again, I'm not saying I I'm not even saying I hate the black April. Like I think she's fine for the movie. Like I have no problem with it. I would have preferred for her not to be April. I would have preferred for her to be like May. May. Like yeah, like yo, you know what? Yeah, give her like May. Name her May or some shit like that, and then you have April and May working together. Fine, like whatever. Like you know, like I just again, name her another month. But that again, that's just the nitpick. You know, hopefully people can understand my comments in context but hey it is what it is racist I'm, yeah yeah clearly racist against my own self but, <laughs> but no but <laughs> but but no i'm always like like me me as a as a black consumer i'm always going to encourage us being included in things as well but, as originality exactly but exactly i don't want us to be included just to be included which again to me uh one lazy way of doing it is just race swapping or just getting another character and making them black or whatever i want original characters with their own stories which you can add to the story and and again again no hate to the ape no hate to the april I just don't like it didn't I mean her being white or black didn't really do anything for me anyways but was she a good I, character and did she help out Yeah but I mean I, I I I want original characters for us I don't want now now again for example Green Lantern that even with Green Lantern that's an entirely different character like it's um John Stewart you have uh you have Hal Jordan Al Jordan Al Jordan you have different Kyle Rayner Exactly you have different Green Lantern so even though you have a black Green Lantern. He is not a color swap of somebody else. Mm-hmm. He is his own original character. Mm-hmm. And that's, at the end of the day, what I want. But hey, hey, I'm racist. So I'm racist and I want too much. Pretty much. But April was fine, though. April was, uh, April was fine. She was, that, she, was that, she was the person that helped connect the turtles to the real world. I mean, she, yeah, she was pretty much that connect. Yeah. And for her role in that movie, especially her growing as a character, that vomit was gross. Yo, that was absolutely disgusting. I was actually eating. You were eating? Oh, poor you, bro. 
I was well, eating and I thought it was going to be like one of those things where it's like a quick vomit and then yeah. it's done. Or like they vomit and it's off screen and you don't really see it. But yeah. Hey, yo. That, but, nah, but, bro, but that's that, one of the things I'm talking about in terms of they're on the gray area of PG because you don't see vomit in PG movies. Not really. Fair enough. The second time she vomited, that was actually kind of funny. That, that was funny. She, she swallowed it. She started talking. Sorry, I thought it was past that. <laughs> it's like, all right, I can respect. That. I was done eating then, but it's just like, bro. No, but uh, oh, and um, and another thing, uh, another thing, uh, I spoke with Wentz about because the turtles are voiced by the, the Teen. you know teenagers, yeah. And he brought up a good. I, I maybe I should have invited Wentz. I need to invite Wentz to one of our episodes. I really do. So, but he mentioned that. That the fact that they were teen, like like you said, that they were teenagers. So I don't know if they maybe wrote, like maybe helped with the jokes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was very like the thing, the jokes that they were saying was very very relatable. Like oh, yeah. like the Riz joke that was funny. He's like, who's saying got Riz? So I think I remember seeing a uh, mini interview or a clip of an interview somewhere where Seth Rogen and the other guy were talking, and they were having the kids record mm. and they said something they're like oh we probably shouldn't say that and he's like no 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 keep that and like you know what just go off do what you got to do like we're fine with it explain it later it's fine and i think there was one thing that they said and they're like we probably shouldn't let that on there but we're gonna keep it in there anyways mm. but like they they let them be kids yeah, and they use let them be like all of these references that you know are obscure and like go yeah, which, over a lot of people, which heads. made the movie. I mean, which made the movie very relatable. Yes, because he's like even like uh, who started rapping, bro? It had me dying, bro. I forgot it wasn't Leonardo or Michelangelo. It was. I don't like, think they were rap. I don't think the the scene where they finished beating up all like the bad guys, get all the information. April's like, you want me to record everything? Like some of the stuff you do is kind of lame, and they're doing a whole bunch of like different like TikTok references. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. No, that was that was really funny. And I was just like, you know what? If this was an adult, it would be cringe. Yes. It would be really cringe. But the fact that these are teenagers and they're doing all of this, like they're they're in tune and Seth Rogan let it go. There was one scene when they like they were trying to get a scooter back and then she you know, she found all the dudes beat up. Oh, yeah. She was like, I see you, and it looks sus, and the fact it's that you're like, still oh, hiding no. in the dark makes you even more sus. Like, oh, no, 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 it's <laughs> sus. It's <laughs> sus. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this this movie was... Gen- no, it had me dying from the beginning to the end, bro. Yeah. And especially with the end credit scene with Shredder, and you know when they when you know when they finally beat Superfly, Superfly basically goes attack on Titan mode, he turns into this big thing, and... You know, take the mutants help the turtles. Yeah, to and the humans the, also help too. Yes, and you know, with, the, with again the help of April, realizing that the turtles are not bad, and you know, the turtles are actually able to live a normal life, which, which, uh, which makes the the people that were trying to capture them, who milked them earlier, makes their lives harder because you know they were underground, but now they're accepted. But now they've hired Shredder, mm-hmm. which, which again, Danny was mad happy when that happened. Like I, I, oh, I was too. Yeah, no, Danny was like, oh, I can go to sleep at night. I can go to sleep happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, that. I have never seen a Puerto Rican man so happy in my life. I was like, well, guys, damn, guys, damn, Danny, damn, what, bro? I, 
Fair enough, actually. Danny was mad happy, bro. Nah, at Avengers Endgame, when uh when everyone came back, oh, that was fantastic. That was I got great. chills, and then I looked over and I see Danny like crying a little bit from excitement. I'm just, <laughs> damn. Yeah. And, and you know the thing about that scene, of course, they knew they put Black Panther there first. They knew because everybody because was it Bla- Black Panther? No, Black it, was, Pan- it was it was uh Falcon. Falcon? No, it was yeah, Black, no, Black, it was Falcon because he he uh, used the comm and he's like, "Hey, Cap, can you hear me?" On your left. Oh, and then but, but, but the first, Black Panther came out first. Yes, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Black yeah. Panther came out first, and I, I remember because everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Like yep. it was like, "Yes, Black Panther." Yep. Oh. R.I.P. Nah, going going to the movies with Danny's always an adventure. It really is. There was some movie I, I think I saw it chapter two with him. <laughs> oh, you saw it chapter two with him? Yo. The leper. I think the leper like stuck its tongue out and was sticking it down homeboy's mouth. Yo, Danny oh. started gagging and I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny, I love you, bro. That that was hilarious. It was disgusting. But having Danny next to me and him gagging, that just made it so much better. <laughs> made me laugh. No, it's, yeah. it's always an adventure with Danny. So, okay, so what I would rate this movie, I'd rate easily a 9 out of 10. Easily. Easily a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, for me, it's just me being nitpicky and those, like, minor changes that they made with the, like, mu- yeah. the other mutants that I didn't really like. Other than that... Nah, the the movies. Yeah, the movie. It's a solid the, night. I would watch it. Is great. The cast is great. The yeah. story is good. Uh, the dynamics within the story were good. I so, this this movie was fucking hilarious. This this movie, like, even as if you're an adult, like, do not be ashamed to go to this movie and watch it because this movie is a you. It's a must watch. It's a nine for me. Nine and if you're an adult, watch watch this without your kids first. Bring them the second time around. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Because you need you need that time for yourself, King. You need that time for yourself. Fuck Tell them it. kids. Keep them at home. Put give that give them that melatonin. Have them go to fuck to sleep. Then you know you make sure the wife and the kids are asleep, and then you sneak off into the night to the movie theaters and make sure you watch the Ninja Turtles movie. Or you can just get a babysitter and bring the wife with you. But well, I mean, I guess there's that too. <laughs> There's that too. I, I didn't. I didn't think that one through. Nah, I did not think that. One this is a good date night movie. No, I, I, I would honestly, I would say it's a good date night movie. It is. Yeah. It's a good everything movie. Like it you is. can bring your niggas. You can bring your girl. You can. You can, you can bring go by yourself. Your kid. You can go by yourself. Like it's overall nine out of ten. This, this was a good movie. This this movie made me like. It's one of those movies. After I watched it, I was very happy that mm-hmm. I watched this movie. I'm like. Like this met my expectations and more. Like I and I love movies like this. Yep. I really do. Yep. Unfortunately, the next thing we're gonna review does not make me feel that way. It's it makes me want to uh it makes me want to gouge my own eyes out, honestly. Unfortunately. I wouldn't say it's that bad. I like I for well, you, not you that. and me have different skills, definitely. But when I start shitting on something, that's how you know. No, because I'm bored because I'm bored to tears, bro. I am What episode are you on? I'm on two, bro. Halfway to, uh, towards two. I did not care for episode one. I watched halfway towards two, and I don't care. I, I can't lie. Episode one, it was good to see everything come together after, like, the five years. And then I was just expecting, like, shit hit the fan end of episode one. Yeah. So I was just expecting everything to kind of continue to roll off of that, and I feel like it did. Mm. Did it keep me as excited episode in to episode out? Not as much, but... Yeah, 
We'll 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 talk well, about the that. So we're talking about this secret, secret invasion. invasion. Uh, Lord, give me strength. May the Lord, Lord Jesus of Nazareth, give me strength, bro. Just uh, power through. I, I'm, I'm no, I'm gonna power through. I'm gonna power through. I would honestly. Make, I would you need to start disgust. watching shit week to week instead of wait until once to watch it. I no, I tell myself that too. But bro, like when you have my type of schedule, it's fucking hard, bro. Like, ugh, like I cannot. Like when I tell, I cannot wait to be done with my master's program. I was bugging, thinking I wanted a PhD because I wanted to get a PhD just so I could change my middle name to either Doom or Strange, so that when I went to my office, you'd have to call me Doctor Strange or Doctor Doom. Just for that very part, it wasn't even for educational reasons. Fuck that. I you when I go to my office, nigga, you gonna call me Doctor Doom, nigga. Facts. Cause just imagine if you Dr. ever get your Doom. PhD, I'm calling you Doctor Coon. It's not gonna be Doctor Coon, bro. You can't. It's not gonna be C O O N. It's gonna be K U N. K U Coon. Will Coon. That's that's very Japanese of you. Hey, bro. It's very Japanese of you. It's okay. I'm calling you a coon in, in an in an acceptable way. Nigga, you calling me a coon? Regardless. I really, I really shouldn't call you a coon. The shit I've been seeing on TikTok, I'm you're you you get a pass. Th- you, th- you can no longer. No, be no. The, look, look. When I say that's wild, you know that shit's wild, bro. Like I, I watched when that dude was uh, being an NPC as a slave. I was, yo, I was like this. I didn't want to believe it was real, and then I clicked on it, and this dude was still doing a live. I'm like, bro, that. I, he probably made mad guap that day, but there are some things that are just not worth it, bro. Bro, I hope he got banned. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that's you being petty. Not you. Now you're being petty. Fuck it. Well, that's, ask, ask I, me how much I care. That's the, <laughs> well, well, that's the theme towards the end of this episode. Fuck it. Just fuck it. Pretty much. Don't be a slave NPC. And on that note, we are done. We are Thank done. you for listening. Uh, like comment share subscribe let us know anything you want to hear about that we may end up missing that you think is a good topic for us to review and you know we will do our due diligence to watch it review it try to be as non-biased as possible absolutely we will do our thing and you know as i will always encourage each your vegetables each your vegetables what each your vegetables i i want my listeners to live and be healthy. Eat that is the most random shit I think you have ever said. Yeah, but, but the most a, random non coonish shit you've ever yeah, said. Yeah, eat your vegetables, nigga. The fuck? Eat your fucking carrots. It's good for your colon and your eyes. It's good for eye health. Peace out. <laughs>